Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It is me, swimmer, school assembly doer, um, bad soup maker... Simon, and over there is long school runner, um, printer, quiz writer, social media poster, Laura. Good morning, Laura. Morning. It is Tuesday, 27th of September when we're reading this, and um, we've got a special guest coming up in a minute. We're just waiting for him to pop up in the Zoom. Now, it's the first time we've done this, so I have no idea if the technology is <laughs> going to work, but we're going to be speaking to Ian Sanders, who runs the Real Brits in Dubai Facebook page. Now, I left Facebook. Yeah. I'm on it now as a ghost, but I don't use it. Yeah. Uh, but I don't have any followers or anything like that, and people can't find me. So I just use it for posting quiz things and podcasts. Yeah. You're on it. I'm on Facebook, and I'm on some of these groups. I'm actually not on this one, so I'll be interested if Ian persuades me Well, that's by good. The end of oh, it. so you're doing you're, it like a job Because you're interview. on it. I'm not. Yeah. So... But I am on some of the other ones, some of which annoy me. In fact, most uh, most annoy me. Oh well, this one does me. Like, and I, you know, I, I don't want to see even just saying that. I know I'm going to get the comments of, well, if you don't like it, just, just leave, leave. Like everyone says about but the bike. What I will say is, some of them are quite informative. Yeah. Well, this so, one is. Yeah. It's got good stuff, but then it's got them little corners. You know, them little corners like that they're everywhere though aren't they i'm not negging this group no, 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 it's but every single but one not of just, them they're not just in, on social media it's Those, twitter they're they're in the playground they're everywhere yeah yeah they, they're they are everywhere I and mean, and you'll often find us moaning about them on here <laughs> we get them at the quiz we get them at the quiz we do so he should be on any sec when he pops up we'll go live if the technology's working which i don't know if it is <laughs> um a couple of things to talk about before that yeah I want to talk about the hairdresser upsell. Do you get this? You've got a nice hairdresser who's a, like a friend who does your fringe and everything. You have a cut about, what, every six months and you're going for fringe chop. I get charged for my fringe chop now. That's gone up. Yep. It used to be free. I don't even know if you should mention it used to be free, but she was doing it like as a favour. I don't think she was. She, she, she did it for, I think that's that was the thing. They just did it. She's just nice. I thought it was just for me, but it wasn't. <laughs> No, no, but I don't mind. Do you think they've had to bring in a fringe rule just because of you? So they're making out like it's for everybody. Really, it's for you. Stop going in for a free fringe. Yeah, but I, I wait. I wait to the last minute. Um, I go to the cheap barbers, right? When you say cheap, they're still well seventy dirhams. I mean, yeah. you, I, I used to pay about forty-five 
40. Do you still get a massage? And I don't know. I only got offered that once and I very quickly, I never have my hair washed. Do you have your hair washed? In your, not not if I'm having a fringe cut. If I'm having... Full Monty? Yeah. Well, I'm, this is me having the... This is my version of the Full Monty. Yeah. Basically, I go in and every time it's exactly the same, I say, shave me the back and sides on a number one, shortest one you can do. What about on your head? And just... To, he'll do that with his fingers where he does finger scissors. Yeah. With a little bit of mop at the top, and he'll say, that much? And right. I just go, yep, every I don't time. think it matters even if they go that much. They just take off what they want, don't he they? He could put his hand a foot above my head, not actually touching any air, and go, that much? And it would still come out looking like this. He's cut it way too short this time, but I'm not bothered, because it just means I don't have to go back for longer. I have been going to the barber shop in Arabian Ranches. I used to go to Character in uh, Motor City, yeah, which were dirt cheap, and... <laughs> I had a couple of issues with it. I used to make a joke on the radio that every time I came out, I looked like Kim Jong-un. Yes. And I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> In more ways than one. I've got his trousers on today. Um, this These guys try and upsell you every single time. Now, I get it with women because you buy all sorts of crap for your hair. Right? Yeah. Well, they do it in the nail spas. Oh, you need, you need some nail conditioner and... So this place... But they suck you in every time. Do you buy it? He cuts your hair and he goes, oh, this bit. One guy told me I was going bald. This is ages ago, right? A yeah. couple of years ago. Now, my hair is not, I've not lost any hair since he said this to me, right? I'm, I am not holding back the river. It will come. Yeah. Right? But you've got to admit, my hair is as thick as it was 10 years ago. It's not changed that much. You, you had your bit in COVID, which. Oh, yeah, I had COVID baldness when they started yeah. falling out. And that really panicked me because I thought it was never going to come back. Yeah. Then we had to buy some potions. Just some tablets. Yeah, biotin, is it? Is that what you call it? Yeah. But anyway, I've still got hair. Very happy with my hair. Yeah. Right? So, a few years ago, he's rubbing my head and he goes, you know, there is a shampoo you can use for this, for the baldness. And I'm like, what baldness? Right? Because I assume you would tell me if I started getting a bald spot. Yeah. So, I'm like, oh, really? And then at the end of the haircut, he's got a shelf next to him. You know what? They have that yeah, shelf yeah, yeah. with all the posh. And he gets one off. This is the what you need for this. You know, you need this shampoo. And I'm like, oh, oh I think my wife's already got a bottle of this. Yeah. So, I'm off. I'm off, you know. The last couple of times I've been in, it's been dry scalp. Now, I've got a dry scalp. I'll get dandruff every now and then i'm not bothered about it when things in it, i had eczema as a kid i think everybody out here with, yeah with this heat and the water yeah anyway you've done it a couple of times now where it's like they look at your hair you they're in the middle of cutting you and they go oh, for this dry bit here uh you should use conditioner and uh, don't wash your hair every day right now i know these things yeah and i said to him oh well i f- i forget that he's doing the upsell so i'm like well i swim every day yeah. I swim every day, so I have to wash my hair every day because I'm getting yeah, yeah, yeah. get the chemicals out of my hair, you know what I mean? So we're in a conversation then. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, well, the conditioner could... Uh, and I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll start using a bit more conditioner. Clip, 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 end of the haircut. Oh, just before you go, we have this. This is great <laughs> conditioner. He's trying to sell me a posh conditioner now. Right. I don't go to the hairdressers to be sold to, right? I don't need... I, I'd be surprised if men get... Sucked in with that. Well, men, men are becoming more like women these days, aren't they? And I'm not old-fashioned. I use skin creams and one thing and another. I like, you know, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I get it, you know. I were like that in the early noughties, but now men are getting more preened and they're wearing makeup and stuff, aren't they? You know, eyeliner and whatnot. What's that stuff that covers spots? They wear that. Anyway, I get that there is a beauty market for men now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Men can be rinsed. Which is fine. We're not... I'm not calling women stupid, but we're not as stupid as women with this stuff. The adverts for women. Jennifer Aniston, try this. My hair was greasy and rubbish. Jennifer Aniston, by the way, has had the best hair for the last 30 years. Everybody wants Jennifer Aniston's hair. But she's on adverts today going, my hair's been rubbish for 30 years. Oh, has it? Yeah. 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 That was until I discovered this bottling shot. This is new. Pantene Neutrofibro Boxacin. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And, and what's that? She says it to herself. What's that, Jen? Thanks for asking, Jen. Neutromitra oxygen is revolution and it shows you some little gold bubbles mm-hmm. and then it shows you a hair close up. A hair that looks like a spider's, a broken spider's leg or a twig. The little bubbles attached to it suddenly, and then Jen goes like that. I get it, I get motion. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoosh, All right. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. 
Yeah. And then every, all women are like hypnotised. I've got to get this 100 dirham shampoo. Yeah, no, I do think women get sucked in. But I don't think it is probably, maybe it's not just women then. But I'm quite good at saying no. Like I, I went and had my, normally before we go on holiday and at Christmas, so like the two times I go and get my nails done. That's my like little treat to myself. Christmas nails and pre-holiday nails. Yeah. So I had my pre-holiday nails this year. And I, because I'm always wearing flip-flops and bare feet, I get that um, really dry heel. Yeah. So I love it when they do the scratching it off. Now this time they're like, oh, you know what you need? Uh, You need this summing treatment. And I'm like, all right, okay, yeah. And okay, yeah, you can do that. Oh, but it's a hundred. Is it? It's hundred and fifty dirhams extra, and I went. Oh no, don't worry about it. Oh yeah, but you need it. Oh man, I was like, your foot's gonna fall off unless you have like, this. Nah, I said no. Nah. I said if you want to do it for free, you can do it, but no, thanks. Well played. What's your respect to? And I got sucked in once at the garage because you see now that's where I feel like they go. Ha ha! It's a female who doesn't know a lot about cars, and I know I sound sexist there, but generally males know more about cars than females. Some, yeah. Um. There's a lot of women out there who I know love cars, so I'm not trying to be sexist. But anyway, the, the there's one particular garage near um, one of the schools, and they go, ah, you you need um, petrol injection. Is this one near Honey School? Yep. Oh, my you God, these guys. You need injection fluid. Every and, time. And I'm like, first time it happened to me, yep. Oh, really? Do I? Do I? Oh, yeah, okay, then. So puts it in, and then he goes, oh, you've got a big car. You need two bottles. And I went, oh, gosh, do I? Oh, okay, okay. Ringing yeah. till. So I'm like, all right, gosh, like worried about my, my car. Next time I go, only a week later, excuse me, madam, you need uh, injection fluid. And I went, ah. How, how often would you say I need this? That's yeah. what you're going to say. How often do you say I need this? Oh, probably at least every three months. Yeah. You put it in last week, dickhead. Twice. <laughs> every time I've gone to that garage, every single time they've said it to me. Now I know. So I'm like, no. I think, I'm trying to think of mail upsells. The... Car hire company is the male upsell. You every man. Oh yeah, you and you do get sucked in there. It's it's the circle of life because what happens is when we are booking a holiday, you do everything, but I do the car hire. Yeah, and uh, I'll book the car that I think you'll let me have. So I'm like, <laughs> right, it's got to be a family car, but I want a good family car. So I could get a Ford Escort Estate, a Sierra Estate, or something like that. A murder van. But I could get an Audi Estate. You know, it's a bit yeah. more, it's a bit luxurious. You book the Audi Estate, of course, and then you get to the uh, you get to the car airplanes, and they go, oh, oh, oh Audi Estate, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Of course, for another twenty pounds per day, sir, you could have had the Mercedes. Yeah, and then they go, oh, do you want to take out our insurance? Yeah, no, no, I already got insurance. Got insurance and I booked sir. it. Do you want GPS? But it's built into the car, right? Oh, yeah, but you can get an extra GPS. Yeah. What if you What if your windscreen scratches? Anyway, that's the mail upsell. Yeah, I'll tell you another one that is the easiest upsell on any man. Fast food. Do you want Do you want to go large with that, sir? Didn't know there were another option. <laughs> <laughs> yes, obviously. Look at me. Don't ask. So yeah, that's the upsell. Yeah. Should we talk about um, what's happened this morning with the cat? I mean, God, this is one of them jobs. There are some jobs. I know we've talked on here about doing the anal glands on the dog once, and now that's a vet's job every <laughs> single time. One rubber glove on Laura, and that became a became a vet's job. I don't mind pain. Yeah, yeah. It's too humiliating for the dog for us to do it. He's our friend. I feel like the whole family was traumatised by it. <laughs> yeah, let him go into the little pink van that comes. Yeah. And when he comes out, he smells nice, his bum's been done, he's got fresh toenails. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, he damn. doesn't need... We don't need to be putting our finger up any animal's bottoms. No. No, and there's people that paid for it, so let them do it. Yeah, you're right. Um, so today, we had one of these instances. We think the cat needs a... Was it a worming? Yeah, well, cats need to... And dogs need to be wormed regularly, and it's... The cat's due a worming tablet. Yeah. And, um... But let's be honest. You can put your finger up the dog's bum and he won't look up from the telly. He'll oh. just lay there like... He doesn't even notice. Yeah. Right? I could give the, I could give the dog some bread dipped in bleach. Yeah. And he would, he would eat it. Whereas with the cat, I'm now sat... We are sat in a concrete room that that cat cannot access. But if I say on this podcast, hey, let's try and give that cat a tablet in a bit, it will break into this room and sh- shred me arms. Yeah. <laughs> it's a psychopath. She's evil. Right? Yeah. So anyway, you 
you think that Kat needed a tablet today. I agree with you, by the way. Uh, so it was like um, military operation. Well, the thing with the cat is you have to get it right the first time because once she knows, that's it. Forget about it. Yeah. By the way, why don't they make these worming tablets taste like fish or have a bit of wet on them or something? Yeah, because I know they, people are going to say, why don't you put it in some ham or put it with some tuna? That works with a dog. In fact, you don't even need to do that with a dog. He'll just eat it. The cat every time just does that thing where she eats around it and spits the tablet yeah. back out. She's not stupid, the cat. So the trick is, one of you has got to get behind the cat because cats run backwards when they're in fear. Yeah. So you've got to block the cat from behind. In a blanket. Sea towel around yeah. the cat's legs to yeah. protect yourself. Now, you've got very limited time there because a cat, even though a cat is 20 times smaller than me, yeah, the power when that cat starts flipping about like a fish out of water. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, and by the way, our cat gets angry if you go near it full stop. Right, unless yeah. she's in a mood. So uh, you've got the tablet in your hand. I go up behind. I swaddle the cat. Yeah. Right. The best, to, to the best of my ability. Yeah. Front legs, back legs. I'm wrapped round. You come at it from the front. You try and do that thing where you put your fingers there. Back of the throat, then try and shut the mouth. Yeah. Well, you got to open the mouth first, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, we were rubbish at it. Yeah, well, last time we did it, we actually did it first time. But see, that this is the thing. We tried... First time failed, and then after that, she's doing that thing where she's spitting with her mouth. Through the, I can't even get near, like, no. trying to put the tablet in. Meanwhile, she, she's her leg has come out of the tea towel, and she's got her claws in my skin. Yeah, and they... Oh, that, it hurts. Yeah. It's never... And the other thing with cats is you don't know they've got you. I mean, I did today because there were blood straight away. But you ever have that with cats where you have a little t- rough and tumble with them? Yeah. And then you don't realise, and then you go and have a shower, and... Your body is in pain, <laughs> and then you look down, and you've just got. It looks like you've been self-harming. There's lines all over you. Right? Yeah, absolutely annoying. So the other thing that's happened. What? Uh, By the way, we didn't get the tablet in. No. So we need to know now. What's the, how long does it take a cat to forget? <laughs> you know, like Moby Dick never forgot Captain yeah. Ahab. He came after the Captain Ahab the whole time. Yeah. For the entire book, how long before a cat forgets that we tried to give it a tablet? Yeah. Well, she she she. Does forgive quite quickly, the cat. Okay, go on. What else happened? Uh, we have had an announcement in the UAE, well, in, oh, at least yes. in Dubai, that as from tomorrow, in the majority of places indoor and outdoor, you don't have to wear masks anymore. Yeah, there's a few exceptions, but I think the big one is schools. Yes. Now, uh, the I, kids were so oh my God. happy. So, so happy. Like, I mean, it takes a lot to, to get the kids happy, but they were both said oh my gosh I'm so happy about this this is such a great feeling and I can imagine the teachers out there are feeling the same so I think the only places you you have to wear them are in hospitals and doctors and I've got to be honest I think I, I don't mind I, I, I remember thinking I, I want to continue doing this anyway have you ever in your life been in a doctor's waiting room and thought I'm coming out of here sicker than when I went in. No, because you can hear people coughing. Every yeah. single... If, you, if I go in for like a... Or, you know, I've broken my fingers in the past and things like that. If I'm in that doctor's waiting room, I'm thinking, well, I'm not infectious. No one's catching yeah. a broken finger off me. But Coffee Cofferson over there yeah. is passing it around. Yeah. So the mask's in there. And the kids, fine. Are, kids are running around with green snot coming out their noses. And yeah. I'll tell you somewhere else. I wouldn't mind it. I don't think they are, but I wouldn't mind if they kept it on aeroplanes because I always think on aeroplanes... Well, I've read the rule is the country you're flying to, you can follow their rules. So right. if we're flying to the UK, there's no masks. So if we're on a Dubai so, airline... So as soon as you get on board, whip your mask off. Yeah, so I guess... Coming back same. Same now, yeah. Right. Um, but it's it's optional for the individual, I guess. So, But yeah, the, the school thing. And, and like, I think... You know, in malls and supermarkets, there's so many people now just not wearing them anyway. So you yeah. kind of, you're wearing yours and you're like, huh, well, they've not got theirs on. They've not got theirs on. So you kind of feel a exactly. bit miffed. But and yeah. be, you know, the non-mask wearers. Now, this is something that's on uh, Ian's Facebook group, which we're going to be talking to when he appears. He's, he's just been called into a management meeting. That's why he's not on just yet. But um, I People who don't wear masks are very bullshit about people who do wear masks. You know, like, I, this is on their group. I've seen a couple of times. There's one guy who, someone will say, ask an innocuous question like, 
do you know if we still have to wear masks? I was in a mall and a lot of people didn't have masks on. Do you have to wear? Do you still have to wear masks? Yeah, if you're a sheep. Now oh, the really? rule. This is the rule. Is when, yeah. when this guy's posted this, it, he's posting it when the rule is you have to wear it. It's the law. Yeah, three thousand dirham fine, right? Yeah, if you're a sheep and you don't want to breathe good air, mm. and you're like, this is the thing about Facebook groups, by the way, that get me. But I'll tell you something that happened yesterday, and Honey said it. I'd had the thought. But Honey actually vocalised it, our daughter Honey. She was, you told her, she was so happy about it, yeah. the masks thing. And then a little while later, a couple hours later, she went, oh, it just kind of feels a bit weird. It's like the end of something. Well, it's been two and a half years. Two and a half years we've been wearing masks. It's been such an, in- it's been terrible but in some ways, it's been incredible and quite amazing to see how the world changed, how we had to adapt. Yeah. Well, and you, that, we, that we can adapt that quickly. There's children at school that have never been to school and not wore a mask or, or you know, not been involved in this whole... So that's going to be freaky for them. Yeah. And, and it's funny, <laughs> one of our friends jokingly said, oh, I'm going to have to shave my tash now. You know, like the funny little... One of whose friends? Honey's friends. Oh, honey's friends. <laughs> I've about Betsy Pearls. No, no. And then I've seen like women say, oh, I can start wearing lipstick again. And you know, like... One uh, thing I am looking forward to is that thing of knowing someone's reaction. Yeah. Because... And it's hard because you don't realise how much you actually read people's lips when you're talking to them. Yeah. So often, especially when, I don't know, when you're ordering something, I, I have to pull my mask away from my mouth almost. Of course. I'm trying to talk because you feel like they can't hear what you're yeah. saying. And you have to whip it down to do your face ID and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, I'm a bit of a non-verbal communicator. Like, I I try and get through life with as few conversations as possible at work and places yeah. like that. But I walk past sometimes and someone will look at me, one of the girls from the news team or one of my colleagues, somebody from a different station, and I look at them and I'm smiling. Right? There's not much difference in my eyes. I'm like, <laughs> like that. I don't know if they think I'm just giving them the evils. Yeah. Or stink eye, or whatever you like to call it. So it'll be nice to have the mask off and then be able to go, oh, yeah, he's acknowledged my existence. You know, yeah. he's not just walking past, staring at me like the the shider on my shoe. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've got a message from Ian here. Let's see what he's saying. But I, I would say uh, if you get cold sores, people that get cold sores, that's a shame because you're going to have to, you know, like that. The mask was always good for covering them. Well, you can always, because the thing is, it's optional. Look, no one's saying you can't wear a mask anymore. If you like wearing a mask, yeah, you know. Uh, remember, I mean, it's not so many years ago now, you'd see people from Asian countries, uh, you know, like China and places like that, wearing masks yeah, yeah, yeah. in airports and on tubes and stuff like that. And you'd be like... Yeah, well, there's certain intense, places, you know... So, look, if you want to wear it, you can yeah, wear pu- it. And public transport, I think you still have to wear them, which is, again, you know, sometimes it gets a bit... It helps. ...honky on... yeah. On public transport, so yeah. It's not a bad idea, is it? All right, Ian's just a couple of minutes away. Okay. So, have you got anything else we can fill with? Um, we are hoping to get your mum on, Gay Lay. Um, this is my mother-in-law, who is, as I've said, a prolific liar. Uh, said about a ghost that she saw once. Well, <laughs> she's not said about it once. She said about several ghost stories, but... I mean, I believe... There's more than... Oh, sorry, there's two, but you were involved in one. There's the... the there's no, no, there's Invisible several, Dead Cat. There's several. There's <laughs> invisible se- Dead not Cat. Not Invisible Dead Cat. The floating... Sm- what do you call them? Pipe. Yeah. But, the cat that we both heard whilst we were in a room. Yeah. And um, so a, go- a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about the penguin that was stolen from the zoo by a boy in their duffel bag. Yeah. From school. And... Uh, Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. We've had various accounts of this story from up and down. All I think that's we've had changed five accounts. is the zoo. I think we've had... Well, I the said, city. I said Southampton Zoo. Someone said Bristol, Bristol Zoo. Edinburgh. Yeah. There's uh, been quite a few zoo. Hull, Flamingo Land was another one. Yeah, so the story is the same, but the zoo has changed. So I need to hear if my mum has proof. So we'll see if uh, if she'll come on, right? Yeah. So that hopefully, I don't know if we're going to get her on this episode, we might, but if not, we'll try and get her on soon. I've got a, a quick, I don't, can't remember what you called it. I call it Winker of the Week. Well, I th- this can be a preamp because we do this at the end of the week. This is, That's on the weekend review episode. Okay. So. I've got, I've had, there's, there's actually plenty this week already. I've had three different blokes in the swimming pool. Original swimming knobhead. It's not Winker. Well. Nabhead. <laughs> Change the letter in that. Nibhead. Right. <laughs> He's, he was back the following day. And, yeah. and a, a very rude again. Didn't actually speak to me, but was very rude. Uh, but there's been a couple of other guys. In. Now, you'll be proud of me this morning. A guy got in this morning when I was about 30 laps in. Yeah. And I saw him, but I pretended I'd not seen him. So I just carried on swimming. And do you know what he did? He did what I do. He was swimming perpendicular, but he waited every time. Right. And I thought, mate, I've only got about 10 left. Got to me 50, got was out. Was he on his front? I, I didn't pay much attention because okay. I was so hell bent on doing it. All right, well, I'll save them. I'll save them. Save yours for the weekend. Ian's here now, so let's let him in and see if this works. I have no idea. I'm so not very good at this. So we're going to see if it works. And no, I says he's joining. All right. Ian is connecting to audio. Let's see if he connects to audio. Do I, um, I don't, I'm still connecting. See, this is something that everybody did during lockdown, but we didn't really do it, did we? No, the kids are better than we are. Yeah, so, you know, and I should have been doing it with my job. So I still have to do it with my job. Like, if I interview a pop star or anything like that, I have absolutely... I have to say to him, sorry it took me so long to set up. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Says he's connecting to... Oh, I hope he's not somewhere in the middle of the desert. Still connecting to audio. It's not a good sign, is it? It's all right, he'll come. So, just a reminder, this is Ian Sanders. He, he runs... The Real Brits in Dubai Facebook page. Yeah. So we, we're going to ask him about questions to do with that. We're really interested in you. Know, I think it's something I wish I'd started because I was really at the forefront with Facebook. I don't think you wish you'd started one of these. All right. Hello, Ian, can you hear us? Hi. Hello, mate. How's it? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear him, Laura? I can. Hello. Hi, uh, how are you doing? I'm, I'm just trying to get um, the speakers working. Okay, no problem. That's all right. We're just getting you in the left ear, which is quite spooky. But yeah. I can sort that out in the mixy, and don't worry about that. Right. Okay. So, uh, hang on a minute. How was the management uh, meeting? Yeah. Uh, yeah, all went okay. Uh, we we got a few uh, a few bits and pieces to uh, talk about with uh, all the the latest uh, news that's coming out. Yes, yeah. of course. We've just been talking about that, actually. It's a big deal, isn't it? So, we've got you on here today, as we've, already, we've just been recording before. You are you started the Real Brits in Dubai Facebook page, right? That, that's right, yeah. I started that in uh, 2018. Yeah, and already, I think, to say you started in 2018, I think you've got almost 12,000 members now, uh, which I think is a great that's climb right, yeah. in that amount of time. But why did you start the page? Well, we, we started it originally. Uh, there was a, a few of us that got kicked off of uh, another group. Ah, uh, um, yes. I think I know which one. <laughs> <laughs> had had a very, very similar name. But, um, yes. But we, uh, we, we, we had a few run-ins with um, the, the admins of that group. And, right. you know, we thought there was an opening. Um, you know, there was a niche in the market for, you know, where people could just have a little bit of banter have a little bit of fun and not be subjected to, you know, some really arcane rules. Yeah. So there was already quite a lot of, you know, Facebook had been around, what, 10, 14 years by then. Uh, Yeah. Did you think it would gain popularity like it has? No, no, not in my wildest dreams. Like I say, originally 
uh, it was just started up uh, more uh, more to annoy the the other admin um, <laughs> or the other group owner. Brilliant, it was brilliant. Just kind of a little bit of a, a two fingers in the air. Right, we, okay. we had no idea that it would take off. Well, it's a very British thing to do, isn't it? The old two fingers in the air. Yeah, no, no, no. Because no, that was going to be my question. Like, was it too, you know, like... Was it an offshoot? You yes, know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, and I, I did wonder with, with the uh, whole uh, name thing. But okay. yes, yeah, yeah, that explains that. And <laughs> So have you had much beef from other Dubai expat pages? Because there's quite a few of them about, and I know everyone gets really... Whichever one you're in... People do get quite protective of them. So, is, is uh, our things with the other expat pages now? Yeah, they do. By and large, we we get on well with uh, what I'd consider the the main expat groups. There's there's one that uh, no matter what we do, they they can't stand us, and uh, we kind of just have nothing to do with them. Yeah. But as um, you know, in the whole, we we get on pretty well. We've even got like a little messenger group between all of the admins of the other page where we share certain information you know if, if something that could affect the brick community crops up we make sure that we share it amongst the other groups yeah so, uh, we, we uh we're, we're a pretty friendly bunch do you know i'm just thinking it would be great we should do a quiz night a special one where we have a team from each of the expat pages <laughs> that would be so much fun Oh, it could kick off. It could kick off. Can you imagine the page banter after that night? It would be great. So, Ian, you're the admin of this page, right? Yeah, that's right. Are you, I, are I you the, the sole? Are you the sole admin, or do you have people helping you? And and how much work is it? No, I've um, I've got a, a fantastic uh, team that work with me: uh, Colin McKenzie and Rahini Gill. Um, they're very, very uh, knowledgeable people. Um, they're they're uh, they. They work tirelessly behind the scenes to to do a lot of the things that the group uh, supports. You know, I was going to ask about that because what starts off, I reckon, is just you setting it up. As you said, you weren't getting, you know, the other group was becoming a pain or whatever. So you set this one up. You don't think it's going to go away. How long before it starts feeling like a business? Yeah. Um, it, it depends. If you let it, um, then it, it could happen really quickly. But one of one of the things that we set the group up for was to to not commercialise it and just so it was a resource for the community. And we, yeah. we've always kind of stood by that ethos, uh, which makes it a lot easier to manage. Now, you've got a, a, a lengthy, because as you said, you set it up for a bit of banter and things like that, but already you've got quite a lengthy set of rules for posting as have most of these expat pages i think you need to has this we, uh, has it ever got you or anyone else into trouble no no not at all the the rules uh, there and most of them uh, we we kind of copied from other groups and, and we update them in, in order to protect ourselves primarily uh, and the members um but because we have, you know, such a good uh, admin team, if, if anything looks like it could get us in trouble, and there are certain things that you can't get away with, particularly to do with uh, charity and donations and collecting yeah. money, things like that, you know, that is, um, you know, that we, we understand that there's good reasons behind it. So if anything like that crops up, we've got alerts in place that will allow us to, to take it off straight away. And have you got any, like, rules about which people can join like like i've i'm i'm currently not a member just because i've like i've seen i've been part of so many of these groups and and i was like oh maybe i could join this one too but yeah so what what are the rules for people joining we we do have criteria um you either yourself or your partner should uh be a brit um okay. like british passport um english irish scottish welsh uh, you you know you need to live in Dubai uh, and you need to answer a simple question about what you what you think makes us British and that generally weeds out a lot of these spam accounts and the people just coming on trying to hawk their wares. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you let the Welsh in. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about rescinding my application. We, we tried. We tr we tried not letting them in, and there, there was uh, there was there was a lot of uh, yeah, negative feedback. <laughs> so, what's the best thing about uh, the real Brits in Dubai page? What's your favourite thing about it? Honestly, this is going to sound like a complete soundbite, but my favourite thing is just seeing um, the the good that the group does for the rest of the community 
especially around, around the holidays and, you know, so much so in the past couple of years where, you know, people have, you know, suffered because of the pandemic, yeah. uh, because of, you know, the, the economy. Um, just seeing, you know, that there's, you know, so many people on the group that will give back to, to the community. And it, honestly, it's really humbling sometimes. I think, you know, we were just talking before you came on. I was saying, like, I I came off Facebook. I use it now just for pl- pushing the quizzes and the podcasts and things. But I, I couldn't get – I don't like to see people arguing. And Facebook, especially people in Dubai, are very quick to have an argument on Facebook about anything. Or, or just saying something nasty just for yeah. the sake of it. That- we were just talking about the masks thing. And, uh, you know, a lot of people – I think before the announcement came yesterday, a lot of people were saying – you know, oh, I'm going out to the malls and things like that. I've seen a lot of people in the, without the masks on. Have the rules changed? Do we still have to wear masks? And I, again, I've seen a couple of people on your page who are just really, you know, yeah, you can wear a mask if you want to be a sheep, if you don't want to breathe clean air. <laughs> and I kind of feel a bit like, yeah. mate, they're just asking there, there, a question. There is, there is a lot on that. And I, I think, you know, as as we are as we are Brits, you know, we, we are down to following the rules and doing things like that. Uh, it's, it's quite important to um, to follow the rules. But then when you see someone that isn't, it's, um, you know, it, it, it offends our sense of Britishness. And yeah. people just have to have a word. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you, you get the ones on the other side that, you, that probably wouldn't say anything to your face. But, yes, yes. You know, if online it's so much easier to... To be a, a keyboard warrior. Yeah, of course it is, and it's a good release. Like what you're saying about the pandemic and Christmas, and I like it when you know, like if somebody see if there are workers in the middle of the day and they're hot, and they, you know, and people. I like to see people getting together and rounding up. Let's get some food together for some people. Let's do this shoebox campaign, things like that. I think that's great. Yeah. But, but what is the worst thing, in your opinion? What's the worst thing on the Real Brits in Dubai page, or being admin of one of these pages? What's the worst thing? The, the the worst thing from an admin point of view is, is we we do get bombarded with messages for for help. Um, you know, and we we try to put people in touch with the right people where we can. And like I say, the the admin team we've got, uh, we're all pretty well connected. We know most people that can help in a lot of different circumstances. But just to read some of the stories and you know the the down on their luck and you know the the heartache. Yeah. that some people are going through. And you, you, you'd, never, you'd never imagine that that kind of thing happens. But it yeah. really does. Yeah. It's hard. But you know, like when I do this on the radio, if we do a trip, let's say we're doing a trip to, or we do that thing where we fly your family into Dubai or we fly you home to see your family. You know, the fun side of it, you think it's going to be, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to give you... But the testimonials that come in of people who are terminally ill and, you know... Something's uh, happened to one of their family. Yeah, no, It it's- is so difficult. And it's very difficult to not let them win. Because yeah. you kind of feel like, well, you know, you want it to be a fun thing, but it, it's, I find that one of the most difficult things of the job. So, yeah, it must be very difficult getting it on the page. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so what are the most popular topics on the page? Oh, the most popular topics, uh, which generally ends in uh, some kind of arguments, will be uh, Bob's Fish and Chips. Uh, <laughs> which company is best to, uh, to send uh, my passports home? How long does it take to get my passport back? <laughs> uh, and how busy is uh, Terminal One at Dubai Airport in um, uh, twenty minutes ago? Yeah. So what's yeah. The, tell me because I've not seen this. What's the bulk? Because we're big fans but of Bob's is, Fish this and is Chips. The takeaway. See, so, you know, I I have used this before. Takeaway recommendation. But this is, I mean, for takeaway recommendations, it's good. But he's mentioned he's mentioned a specific one here. So what's the Bob's banter? Bob, Bob's Fish and Chips. I mean, Bob is is uh, a very um, hardcore part of the community. Does, does a lot of good work um, and, you know, is really supporting a lot of people throughout the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there, there's always people, you know, oh, I, I think it's great. And then, again, people say, well, I think it's terrible and it never, the, never the two will mix. Yes. Uh, and then he's just started a new um, uh, curry uh, delivery as well, which, again, some people think is absolutely fantastic. I, personally, I love it. Uh, and some people think it's terrible, and then that starts arguments. But it is one of the one of one of the most popular uh, topics on the group. As is, admin, uh, is food. when when these kind of conversations start up, and for instance, like you've just said, you, you know, you think it's great, and then there's people that are slagging it off. Do you have to hold yourself back a bit because you you're admin? 
like do you, for saying things yeah we do uh, we i mean it, it's very difficult not to appear to be biased yeah um either for a company or against the company but but generally we're not i mean i i won't make a recommendation or anything unless i've personally tried it and i know that the, the rest of my team are, are the same uh we we don't yeah, we don't do like paid advertisements or anything like that. But you know, if something's good, I'm I'm quite happy to say it's good. Yeah, like, like you know, a podcast what, or a quiz. Most people is when they say it's bad, but they've never tried it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, would you say that's part of the perks of running a page like this? That you know, you get people asking you to review places, recommend places. You know, so so that's part of the perks. Yeah, we we do get uh, we do get invited to quite a few places um it's, it's important though so we can stay you know uh completely impartial is that we we don't get given anything you know if, if people offer us things we're like you know what we'd rather you like, do a competition yeah. and offer like a prize to the members of the group as as the admin team we don't expect anything and it would actually cause us more problems if we got anything i think it's a really important thing that because it's the same in my day job you know uh you if you look, there are some people you look at, you look at the post they're doing and everything reads like, I think we're wising up to it a bit now, but a few years ago, it's almost like every post was an advertorial. Oh, we took the kids to this beach club and hey, we went to this hotel and we went to this bar and you know, they're getting a backhander, Yeah, you know, and the problem is when you get a backhander, you can't be honest. You know what I mean? I'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that are very open about that as well. And, you know, uh, if, if they're being open about it, then people can make up their own minds. You know, if is this an impartial review? Is is this bought and paid for? The the ones that, it, when it's obvious that someone's been getting a bit of a brown envelope, but yeah. they're, you know, adamant that they haven't, that's when the page and the reviews and everything about it loses all credibility. Yes, agreed, yeah. So... Back to the page then, and I, I would like you to be indiscreet here. What are what have been the standout moments? In, in it's only a short life, I guess, the last four or five years. What have been the standout moments on Real Brits of Dubai? The funniest stories, the naughtiest things that have happened. Uh, the the one that will stick out in my mind is when we uh, very very early on when we started the group was uh, an incident that is forever now been referred to as Breakfast Gate. Yeah. <laughs> breakfast gate go on <laughs> yeah it was it was a throwback to a lot of people getting kicked off of the page that we all got kicked off of that yeah. shall not be named okay uh, <laughs> and it started about who who does the best english fryer something as silly as that and of course it exploded into a uh, hundred people with a hundred different ideas and everyone convinced they were the best and that spilled over into our group. And, and off the back of that, I think we ended up with something like 70 people all turning up for breakfast at Nell Gwynn's in the Marina, Biblos Hotel, um, having a, a massive big fry up and then all going upstairs to society at the time uh, to carry on drinking for the rest of the day. Well, that's all. I mean, and, and these things, what you do when you get together. Because I saw just the other day you'd had a night out somewhere, right? You'd done a Brits in Dubai, a real Brits in Dubai night out. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We try to do. Um, uh, we're trying to do more and more now. Now things are getting a bit more back to normal. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. No, no, I think that's great for the community. And also, I see quite often see um, like parents that have just moved out here saying, you know, I, I want to meet some people, and so to so doing stuff like that is great for people that have like you know just moved out and, and feel like they're on their own. Yeah. Do you think there's an angle? 100%. I mean, we we, we offer the, uh, when we come up with an event, we make sure that everyone knows about it. And it's not just, you know, the same people that go in. I mean, there is a, you know, a core group that we'll always attend. But, you know, whenever you know, anyone could just turn up on their own, sit themselves in the middle of the group, and by, by the end of the night, you've got 20 great new friends. We used to have, you, you obviously know Gail from, you know, you've been in Dubai too long. They, I mean, I know you've been to our quizzes before, Ian, but Gail was, would regularly. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we know Gail well. Yeah, she would bring along a table of about 20 yeah. from, from that page. And they were always, because they'd all got the banter, because they all spend all day every day having banter on the page. Well, some of them a, had never met in person. So, so it yeah. was like a coming together. A real yeah. coming, and I like that idea because, like you said, Ian, on Facebook, we can be the person we want to be. I guess you can you can be more open and occasionally you can be a bit more troll like, but 
there'll be people who don't have a big social circle. Sorry, Simon, something's cropped up. Um, I'm going to have to disappear for a few minutes. Well, as you just heard there, Ian's had to go off and do some work, but thank you. I thank him so much for coming on. What a great chat. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I thought there, where he was talking about the... um, you know how people um, come in together for an evening out and yeah. they've never met before. I kind of think, is it like the adult Tinder? You know, like... I mean, Tinder is for adults. Well, you know what I mean. No, but yeah, but you say that, but the kids are all on it. Like, but it's almost like a little, you know, I know people that... Like ha- Frienda that more than Tinder. Yeah, but that have actually got together. Together. Yeah, through these uh, through these Facebook pages. So, you know, it's, it's uh, quite a cute little dating app in some ways. Don't you love all the skullduggery between the Facebook groups? Yeah, well, I don't... It's like a soap opera. I don't love it. That, that This is the bit I hate about being a member of those groups. However, I like I said earlier, I do like how... It can turn some people into little Hitlers, and I'm not naming any names here, you mm. know, like, but there are people who've, uh, who've been... At the start of these pages, when they're looking for a bit more input and a bit more success, can be very friendly, and then it can kind of go to your head a little bit. Yeah, and I think I remember the spat he's on about. I remember it all kicking off. Vaguely. I don't know if you I'm are. I'm not sure. But I, I feel like and I do. And there are two sides to every story, and, I guess. Yeah. Will I join it? Shall I join it? I don't know. Your Facebook's your business, <laughs> right? I genuinely, I literally, I, I am a Facebook ghost, right? I don't want followers. I don't want to talk to people. But I do promote the quizzes and I do promote, because yeah. we've got a Catboy and Laura page, haven't we? By the way, if you want to follow us on there, because we could get a bit of a community thing going on there for talking about the podcast, couldn't we? On the what? On our Catboy and Laura page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we could and, start and, some subjects on there. And but definitely these groups should come along. You know, like you said, we, we used to have, you know, you've been in Dubai too long. And I think they're looking at coming again. And we'd love to have real Brits in Dubai come along. Because a lot of people talk about Facebook being dead. Now, because everyone's like, oh, it's Instagram and now it's TikTok and it's Be Real and it's Snapchat. And, these, and uh, I was talking to a comedian about this the other day, Stephen Grant. He was saying the people of a certain generation. Yeah. They've got a lifetime's worth of photos now and videos yeah, on Facebook. Yeah. They're never going to leave it, and it's it is a way of having conversations. Well, for me, it these groups are really good for getting information, and like like um, Ian had mentioned, like during COVID and for traveling. If you remember, like how difficult it was for us to travel, um, and the information that I was finding, um, you know, like what what tests you needed, what paperwork you needed, stuff like that, and then. You know, if if there's information you need to know about, like getting a visa out here or or whatever, you know, or where to find Marmite, I'll tell you, it would have been a good knobhead of the week. The old uh, Scotland football fan knobhead of the week. Remember him? Long time ago now, this were, but there was a guy who was so. I don't mind football banter. And I'll tell you why I don't mind it, because I'm not that passionate about it. Yeah. I don't. It's nice when teams win. And things like that, but I don't care that much, you know. I don't really care. So, but but some people take it a bit too far, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And some people, you can tell it's not banter; it's genuine. Yeah, and I and this is the thing, like I just said, like for finding out information, I think these groups are great. It's when someone puts on a comment that's just not helpful, and and often yeah. that, you see people now saying. That's not what they asked. Why can't you just answer the question? They didn't need that extra bit of information that you've just put on there. They didn't need insulting. That you know, they didn't yeah. need. They didn't need. Um, I don't know. You don't need to be patronising. You don't need to zoom in on the picture and tell or, them something or that's say, wrong with oh, it. Or say, "Oh, you're a bad mum for for saying that." You know, if, if they've put themselves out there to ask a question, yeah. Perhaps, perhaps don't judge them. Just, just answer the question. Answer yeah. the bit of information that they needed to know. Think if you'd like that feedback. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Make this world a better place <laughs> if you can. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up there today. I've, I really enjoyed that. We're going to do some, we'll probably start doing a few more little interviews, bits like this. Should we quickly recommend the programme we're watching at the minute? Yes, we will. And is it called Am I Being Unreasonable? Yes. Okay, it's the new Daisy May Cooper show. You'll know her from this country. She's now our team captain on Nevermind the Buzzcocks. We have gone on a Daisy May Cooper roller coaster. Yes. Because we love this country. We even went there, the village where they yeah, filmed it I this summer. She was- she she co-wrote that. She Genius. starred in it. One yeah. of the funniest women. I, I call her the working class flea bag. Yep. You know. And then and then on Instagram for a while, she had me in stitches. She was one of the best people on yeah. Instagram. She was funny. She was being... And then she got to the point, for me, where she was 
a bit OTT on, on yeah. Instagram. And then on Nevermind the Buzzcocks. First, she's better this series, second series, but first, first series. First series, yeah. Again, she she tr- was trying too hard. You know, she's funny at just being her. And she was like way over the top, laughing like at the wrong bits. Anyway. She's got a new show, Am I Being Unreasonable? And it's... Yeah, and we've uh, fallen back in love with her. She is so good on it. She's rewritten this. With a girl called Selin Hisley, who's also co-stars in it with her. Yeah. And it is a really dark, twisty thriller. It starts off, you think, oh, this is just light, it's a bit stupid. It's not. And it tra- <laughs> it goes back and forward in time. Well, it's got its funny moments as well, but yeah. It- it's got a mega subplot. And we're only, f- we're four in. And I said last night, didn't I? I was just like, this is one of the best well, TV it's shows of the year. Because after the first episode, Honey and I had a theory. Then the next episode, it had changed. Oh, no, it can't be that because so-and-so, so-and-so. Big talker. Big yeah. talker. Yeah, and so each episode, we're, we've got different theories about what's going on. But yeah, it's um, it's well worth a watch. And like I say, for me personally, I've fallen back in love with Daisy May Cooper for, for, through this. I think she's back at her best. So, so. it's great. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So uh, that's the podcast for now. We'll be back with an end of the week review at the weekend, Saturday or Sunday. Keep your eye out for that. Uh, you can get in touch if you've enjoyed today's. If you want to comment on it or got anything to say or anything you'd like us to interview people on, yeah. Or if you've got if you've got um, an area that you're an expert in or whatever, and you you think it'd be not what? a Facebook expert, <laughs> Facebook commenter expert. They're all bloody experts. <laughs> no, no. They? I mean that if you think you you know you could chat to us, that'd be great. Thanks for listening today. Husbandandwifepod at gmail.com is the email or you can get us on the socials. Don't try and find me on Facebook. And we'll see you next time. Bye. The end. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.